Jesus said to his disciples, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So today Jesus tells us that we need to be like salt or light. And so what does salt do? It gives flavor. It enriches everything that it touches. Well, uh, yeah, pretty much, um, right? Uh, Even things that you don't think need salt, need salt. Uh, Chocolate chip cookies, which are my favorite. Uh, Don't, if you don't put salt in it, turn off. They're just not quite right, okay? Everything needs a little bit of salt in order to be able to have it flavored correctly. And that's what we're meant to be in the world. We're meant to be light in the midst of darkness, that this world is dark, but, but we can't get around very well or, or, or walk or, or get around without light shining our way, that it affects the things and allows us to be able to interact normally. And so I think about it as a Christian, as a Catholic, and what are the things that prevent me from being salt or light to the world? What are the things that prevent me from doing the good or the things that I know are good. One of the things I think about it, at the end of the day, I look at, look at my day and I think, wow, I didn't get accomplished what I should have. That's often how the end of my day looks like. Wow, I have this whole list of things. I, I, I didn't get done what I wanted to do or, or maybe what I knew was good. And then I look at my day and I say, well, you know, it was because I was really busy. You know, I had to do this. I had to respond to that email. I had to do that. I had to talk to this person. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. And I can justify that I didn't accomplish a lot or maybe I didn't get as much prayer in as I should. And I can justify it and say these other ways, like that's the reason why. However, if I'm honest with myself, most of the reason why I didn't get done what I should have wasn't because of good legitimate reasons. It was because I checked Facebook for a half an hour or because I looked at news and read articles that had no bearing on my life whatsoever, but yet I spent 15 minutes to read. It's because I, you know, checked, I, I, you know, looked up something that I didn't need to buy. Those are the type of things that as I look back on my day are the things that often take up and prevent me from doing what I legitimately need to do. It's not the legitimate good things that I justify the reason why I didn't pray or different things, but it's all these other things that cry out in temptation that distract me and pull me away. And it it makes me think about, uh, as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about uh, sirens. Now, not ambulance sirens, okay? Uh, But the mythical beast siren, mythical creature, I should say, uh, sirens, which were... uh, Presented at a different time in the Greek mythology, specifically in Odyssey, in the Odyssey, Odysseus hears about these sirens. These sirens are kind of half-human creatures, and they live on an island, 
and they sing beautiful songs. Beautiful songs, so beautiful that if you cross by where, the, where you can hear these sirens, the sirens uh, draw you in. That they sing such a beautiful song that it's, you're almost unable to say no to it. And so what happens is if, as sailors are, the, the, the story goes, the mythical story, is that if you get too close to this island and you hear the sirens, the sirens will draw your ship in and it will crash into this island and then you'll be stuck there. And there's two different ones. Either then the sirens keep you there for the rest of your life or they eat you. I, you know, it's, it's not good either way, okay? Um, but there's this aspect of kind of an inability to be able to, to not do what you're ordered to do, right? The sailors are trying to get from point A to point B. Odysseus in the Odyssey is trying to accomplish his mission. But if he goes too close to this island and hears those sirens, he'll be drawn in. And so he actually, uh, in the story, I don't think he accidentally goes by it, but he wanted to actually know what it was like. And so he, he lashed himself to the mast, or he had his sailors lash himself to the mast, and then he had all of his sailors put in beeswax into his ears so that they couldn't hear and then they sailed by, and he went, he went crazy. And he, said to, he told his sailors not to let him go until, uh, or to not let him go no matter what he says, because he is going to try and get out of that. And so the sailors, thankfully, kept him uh, bound to the mast, and the sailors kept their beeswax in, and so they weren't able to hear it, and they were able to sail by and to be able to go past. Uh, some of the accounts say that if a siren... Uh, is able to uh, get your attention, if, you're able to, if they're able to get somebody to hear their song and doesn't draw them in, that they die themselves. Now, I think this is a beautiful and very accurate uh, connection to temptations. Temptations are different from us. We all have temptations in our life. We all have thoughts that come into our mind that are different than what we necessarily choose. We all have temptations that come in, and one of the easiest ways to be able to know that it's a temptation is when we recognize that thought, we're like, I, I don't want that, or I know that I've got something better to do, or, or different things, but that temptation comes in no matter what. And if we continue to entertain it and go towards it, it'll take us. And guess what? The temptations of today, especially on social media and technology, is specifically engineered to take your time and your life away from you. It's not just by accident. It's not just human nature. It's li- literally engineered to continue to take your time and do whatever it can to continue to take your time and your attention. I think there's no greater you know, kind of connection than social media in today, than, than sirens in social media. And so it's meant to draw you in. But... If you say no and you say no to that temptations and you actually walk away and maybe you need to be lashed to the mast as well and say, guess what? No matter what I say, don't let me, don't let me follow down this way. Um, another good example is alcoholics. Alcoholics are really good with this because they know the temptation and so they set up certain boundaries in their life and they say, no matter what I say, don't give me a drink, okay? No matter what I say, don't let me go into a bar, Okay? Because they know their limits and they know that they need help from the sailors around them and from the other people around them to be able to help keep them safe from this temptation which would otherwise draw you in and take your life. 
we have certainly temptations in our life which always draw us and, and keep us from being the salt of the earth and the light to the world that we are called to be. All of us uh, who are here, who are baptized Christians, are temples of the Holy Spirit. We have lights within us which are so bright to shine out throughout the entire world and to change the way that the world looks. The greatest example is saints of Mother Teresa and St. John Paul II and many others in our tradition who changed the way that the world looked because they were willing to allow their light to shine out into the world. And the way that they did that is by stripping themselves from all the things that keep them from doing that, whether it's sin or distractions or the things of this world. They stripped themselves of all those things in order to allow the light of Christ to shine in their life. What's missing is not more things to do. What's often missing in our life, and I talk to myself, the reason why I don't do as much as I should isn't because I don't want to do it. It's because I often allow myself to be crowded out by other things of this world. And so I encourage us as Catholics to think about, again, we are called to be a light of the world. And especially in the first reading, it talks about sheltering the oppressed, the homeless, clothe the naked, uh, to get, feed the sick. We're, we're called to do those. Otherwise, the Lord isn't going to listen to us. We don't do those things that we're called to do. Now, what's keeping us from those things? What's keeping us from giving more money to the poor? What's the thing that's keeping us from being able to take time with our neighbor in need? Again, it's, it's often not our job. It's often not our legitimate needs in our life. It's often, but I'd say in the modern world, is all the things that distract us. Whether that's social media or entertainment or other endeavors that aren't essential and actually keep us away from God's mission. And so I encourage us to think about what is the thing in our life that keeps us away from doing what we're called to do, to allow that light to shine in our life. For myself, uh, Lent is coming up. Or for myself, for all of us, Lent is coming up. For myself, thinking about Lent, the thing that I would like to encourage you to consider is to consider giving up social media and entertainment this Lent. Now, I know that that's not fun, and you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my life? How am I going to be able to communicate with people and everything else? Okay, I uh, totally get it. This, this base operates under Facebook, so okay, that's a little bit difficult, but there's different ways of interacting with social media, right? There's some ways where you need to go on social media to be able to find out information, and there's other times where you go on social media and Facebook to scroll for a half an hour at a time, and you're like, whoa, where'd my, all my time go? Um, so there's different ways to be able to give that up. Also, entertainment. Uh, do we turn on our TV or entertainment or try to get you know, cer certain uh, movies in or different things? Or do we spend our time as good quality time with those around us? Uh, do we check about, up on people by looking on them on Facebook? Or do we actually communicate with them? I know that's one of the difficulties with Facebook is that even though that it allows us to communicate with people and be connected, it sometimes doesn't allow us to be truly connected with those around us. And so maybe the response is, I'm not going to look at your Facebook profile but I'm actually going to reach out to you. I'm going to actually see how you actually are, not just what you've posted on social media. I'm going to actually try to figure out how to do something instead of looking at uh, videos about something for an hour and then maybe, you know, 
working on something, okay? Uh, those type of things which, again, strip us of ways, hopefully allow us to live as more human. And I would encourage us, whether it is social media, entertainment, so that's for myself, that's going to be what I'm giving up for Lent. Uh, so you won't see me posting anything on Facebook. Well, uh, it's not true. I'll actually probably still post on the uh, Sacred Heart Facebook page, but I, I'm going to use it very sparingly, as little as I can, uh, only for uh, kind of uh, official things, and uh, entertainment as whole, so that I'm forced to, at times, be quiet. I'm forced to, at times, not have anything to do. And that's actually going to be the best place for me to be able to live. And I would encourage us during this Lent to also think about what's the thing that's keeping us? What are those sirens? What are those things that are drawing us in that we know aren't good for us, that are taking our life away from us and not allowing us to be who we are? And think about giving up those things this Lent. To think about giving up those things right away, okay? Especially if they're really bad. But to give up those things, especially this Lent, and to try to live. And I would encourage us to reach out to those around us. Odysseus didn't do it by himself. He had his sailor, his friends, to help him out as well. And we as Christians as well need our friends as well. So that's why I'm telling all of you. So if you see me, you know, uh, on Facebook or post anything on Facebook, then you can yell at me, right? Okay. Uh, you can tell me that, oh, have you seen that show? And if I say that I have, right, then you can say, Father, what are you doing, right? Okay, so you're uh, helping keep me honest, uh, hopefully this Lent, and I hope that we can move as a whole parish uh, towards greater being salt and light in this world by stripping us of those things uh, that keep us from being that light and shining into this world.